Okay. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Neighbors Livecast. I'm Super Dave, aka Mr. Incredible, and with me, as always, is some of the most interesting people I know, folks that make the Neighbors Livecast neighbors. Starting with tonight's feminine energy, the uh, the epitome of black girl magic with the velvety smooth voice, Miss Aisha Green. How you doing, Aisha? Hello, David. <laughs> yeah, how's everything, man? You good? Yeah, I'm outstanding. 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 That's a good answer to that. And uh, my man, Hundred Grand. Look, I've been thinking of a new way to introduce Mike because uh, you know I always say like the same stuff, life at the party and all that. So I was watching. Um, <laughs> Uh, what's this like the Ricky Bobby joint uh, the, uh, the other day? When they, the yeah. when they was at the table and they was talking about uh, the dude was talking about how he see Jesus with a tuxedo T-shirt on. I mean, he did for business, but he ready to party. That's Mike right there. <laughs> he always ready to party, but he bought that business too. Just Mike is with us. What's up, brother? It's good to see y'all, man. See y'all. Yeah, yeah, I know you out and about, so I don't know too much, but I appreciate you, though. And we got a great show for y'all today because, um, like I said, April is top five month here on the Neighbors Live cast, and today's guest is definitely top five in a bunch of categories. So with this intro, I'm going to start on a personal note. So I met today's guest a few years back. Uh, we did a, a benefit, a cancer benefit, where we both performed. The young lady that set the thing up, uh, shout out to Tweety. Uh, she introduced us. We chopped it up a little bit. I went on and did my thing. He went on and killed it. Like when you talk about uh, uh, artists talk about something called commanding a room and mm -hmm. stage presence. This dude like is one of the people like I look to for, for that skill just from that day seeing them, you know, live perform. Of course, everybody knows him, but seeing them perform live that day, you know, uh, uh, his, his stage presence was impeccable. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and as if that wasn't enough. He's one of the first rappers from the DC area to be signed to a major label. His debut album, Get Him Sice, was released in 2000, a critical acclaim. Since then, anytime I've seen this dude out anywhere, he's always supporting and lending his profile and his uh, uh, personality and his, his uh, uh, voice to other artists, man. That's how much he loves the city. That's how much he loves hip hop. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about none other than DC legend, Black Indian. What's up, brother? Man, thank you, man. That was a hey, super day, man. That, that was special coming from you, Dave, because I remember the day I was um, watching the Super Bowl, and <laughs> you came on there rapping on Pizza Hut, and Cass <laughs> from the city, he went to Howie, he from the city. Yeah. Cass knew you, and I was like, Slim, we came a long way, because this is game around the time Raheem Divine uh, had a party at uh, Gucci. And right. I was like, at a party at Gucci? I couldn't believe it. You know, being signed at that time, yeah. nobody wanted to rap. You was a Bama if you rap. Right, right. Kids from Southeast DC making Pizza Hut <laughs> commercials. And I'm like, good Lord, man. We, we It's like, yeah, I wasn't a dummy, you know? People used to get on us for wanting to be rappers, so it made me feel like, damn, I choose, I chose the right way to go in life. Definitely, yeah. man, definitely, and that's that's crazy that you say that because a lot of, like I say, a lot of what I seen watching you, you know, put me in a position 
to 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 do what I do, you know, to know that it was it was possible for a dude rapping from DC, not not doing go go and no slight to go go because that's the city sound, but mm-hmm. actually spitting bars could come out of the city and actually you know do something. You did that, you know what I'm saying, and that's why we call you a legend to this day, man. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much for doing this. Anytime I call this brother, man, he's always right there for me, and I appreciate you. So. Man. Yeah, man, so much, man. I've I've been there, man. Y'all been on the air for so long. Yeah, and always got good topics, and you always in the community. You know, I always catch Queen. She she be in the community. I've seen her benefits. You know, y'all know what's going on in y'all hip, and and that's where we gotta start supporting that right there. You know, especially when we want to make independent platforms. Y'all are like the best because y'all gotta. Uh, you know, y'all know how to keep it, you know, fly, but uh, our people, something for our people, new, new, you know, conversations, and it's just not all, you know, scandalous and nasty, you know, something that anybody right. been to. So I've been around, I watched y'all when, you know, I've been on many shows when y'all was at the harbor. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. just definitely y'all just a staple in the city, man. So definitely when you hit me, I got to be on this joint. Man, I appreciate you, brother. So uh, so speaking of that, we're going to get to the interview because it's a lot I want to talk to you about. But first, it is a few things going on in the world that, you know, we need to talk about. We always like to, uh, you know, just get everybody's opinion, kind of get the, the temperature of what's going on in the world. So um, a couple of things I wanted to bring up. Uh, of course, as you guys probably know from the news, they've been talking about it all day. Uh, the case of Derek Chauvin, uh, the defense and the prosecution is, you know, did they final statements and everything. And so now it was just on the jury, you know, to make that final decision. So everybody's waiting. I, I think it's, um, you know, it's interesting that a lot of states are, are taking a lot of precautions, you know, mm. um, you know, really, really beefing up their security, getting National Guard and things like that, you mm. know. Um, and I I mean, you know, you could say it's precaution, but it feel like they might know something, man, you know. Mm. <laughs> You know, or maybe it's just going off of stuff that's happened before. But, um, you know, uh, the uh, just the whole trial itself has been honestly has been like really fatiguing, like just and, and that on top of the fact that so much has happened since then has been going on. You know, while the trial is going on, we got more shootings, more things happening, more, um, you know, young brothers losing their lives at the hands of, you know, police and each other. And, you know, it's, it's just so much going on, you know. So uh, when I was uh, pulling up this topic to try to try to talk about it, you know, on this show, we always try to be more solution based. Right. So I don't want to just talk about it for the sake of talking about it because it's something that's out there. If we're going to talk about it, I want to, you know, talk to talk to you guys about, you know, if you have any ideas, if you think, um, you know, anything that you because I sit and think about this stuff, you know, like, hey, what can we do? try to put a curve on this and you know um i think um on our last show patrice was on here and she had spoke about you know just starting in the home you know making sure that you're talking to your kids right making sure that you um you know raising your family and things like that and i think that's definitely a good start but um since i have you guys here and you know you all intelligent folks um i know um mike and, and black indian i know you guys you know like me grew up in the city and we've been seeing this for years, you know, it's just more publicized now. But um, I just wonder if you guys have any thoughts or any ideas about any ways or any things that we can do. And uh, I'm going to start with our guest, Black Indian. Uh, any things that we can do, um, you know, just as us to try to start to get a, get a handle on this? 
Well, we got a we got a one, you know, like you said, growing up in that city, and I seen you just like me. We work with a lot of you, and um, it's the babies raising babies thing. So yeah. you know, we just we got to get to a point where we got to let them shine wherever they at and however they behave. You know, we got to start taking an interest in it young. And you know, uh, sometimes they just be leaving it to the neighbor to raise them. You know, the, somebody else is raising them. School was raising them. You know, television raising them. So you know, video games and everything is raising them. They're not being raised by human. You know, uh, beings right now. It's not nobody with uh, conscience, behavior, trying to really instill nothing. It's not. It's, the music is not instilling anything. Mm-hmm. So. Right. You know, we got to get back to China, like channel into what we know that's cool for them and start supporting them in that. And uh, that's whatever. They start drawing, they start painting, take a real interest into it heavy. Um, then like try to try to mold it and find something else. You know, I'm not for us dancing the jig to get a check. I never was into that, but I do respect when uh, guys, uh, and families get together and let their children into type type of sports or or mm-hmm. some type of contest or dance or different things when the people are right that teach it and coach it and it and they good people. I like that because then then we have something that they can focus on. Mm-hmm. Because they focus on anything else. If they have any idle time, they are it's they're not gonna go search like, you know. We as hip hop, we had a place to search for. At least we had those fundamentals. We used to go the DuPont Circle to go to 12 inch to get the records to sample or the Stadium Armory to find records because we knew how Jay Dilla did it or Pete Rock did it or Premier did it. So we had, we like, if we were interested at that time, we'll go out and search. And DC especially was everything free. So we searched out for things, art, uh, go-go, clubs, dance hall. We searched for those things. These kids, everything is at the door. It's the Amazon world. <clears throat> so everything is is brought to them, microwave style. Yeah, yeah. We got to find something that soon as soon as they grab hold of something they love that's positive, we have the nature that as adults, mentors, big brothers, sisters, we got to mentor that, cultivate that, and protect that. And that's mm-hmm. the only way we're going to get them. Long as they focus on something great and grand, they have no room for that, you know, or to, to get caught up to want to be anywhere near trouble. Because, you know what I'm saying, anywhere you're, you are, it's going to be. So you got to conduct yourself. And, and you know, we got to teach them discipline and how to not react to everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just don't even need to even be in our attention. Like we just got to mind our business and keep pushing. Right. You know, we just got to learn how to not, you know, stay focused on that phone right. and focus on that life that they got and focus on what we got right now. And then we'll be great. We'll be great as a nation. We'll be great as people. Again, all we got to do is focus on our children, focus on each other. We, we, we fuss at each other. We're nasty to each other. We speak to each other in foul words. So we never lifting each other up. Right. Even, yeah, yeah. even when the queens go out, they want to twerk and call each other a bitch. 
You know, it's and we never talking up to each other. Hey, right. Queen, mm. you doing, right. baby? How you doing? Oh, your hair is gorgeous. Your shoes are gorgeous. It, it's not. It's not even started amongst him, and now they just put, took away the way we can even smile at each other. We can't even right. tell us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Your face is covered. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's real, man. Yeah. Yeah. You t you touched on a, a number of things, man. Like it's 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 definitely been studies about um, you know, uh, uh, giving your kids focus, giving your kids something to focus on, and and making sure that they are able to put that energy uh into something positive. And so that's definitely um one of the steps that's going to lead to uh to to a brighter future for everyone. I wholeheartedly mm -hmm. believe that. And um, uh, Jay Sun, the guy who was hosting this with me uh, a while ago, you know, he's uh, a pioneer like the uh, Cedar United, which is an organization for the youngest around here. And they get together and they just anything they into, just like you said, Black, anything they into, they champion and make it like it's, you know what I'm saying? Make it as hot as these rappers make you know, mm -hmm. slanging rocks and all this and, you know, and, and, and show these females that it's more than just twerking, you know, twerking and all of that, you know, um, and, and, and it's dope that they're doing that. And that's that's one of the keys. That's what's going to take us, you know, uh, like I say, up out of this. So so that's definitely um, a, a step in the right direction, I believe. Um, yeah, Mike just hit me, uh, just texted me and was like, it's kind of noisy in the spot where you at. So Isha, I'm going to go to you. Um, you know, next, if you have any ideas, because I know you see a lot of the stuff going on also, you know, and um, it affects you probably differently as a black woman, you know. Um, so have you ever even given any thought to or, or having any solutions as to like what people can do to kind of move in a better direction? Um, with regards to specifically police brutality or just in general as a, as a culture? Like as a culture in family. general, yeah. Um, yeah, so just a, a segue you know i was watching uh joe budden's po podcast and kevin samuels was on there and they were conversing about the dynamic between the black man and black woman mm. and you know how these federal programs were <clears throat> divisive as far as in the family you know black women choosing um a check over mm. having a stable you know black male uh, role model in the home um and i think that when we get to the fundamentals as far as the relationship between men and women and being mindful of those relationships you know and understanding that the ma male and female the feminine and masculine energy that we are um two unique entities of the same um design you know like once you have your fundamental relationships like that addressed in, in a healthy and productive place that will permeate and radiate into your children, into your community, into um, the extended family, your neighbors, things of that nature. But as long as that is corrupted and as long as that is um, in the state that it's in now, um, we will always have challenges. I mean, the challenges don't go don't go away, but there's certainly a different thing to manage. You know, like he's he was, the, he was uh, quoted a statistic. I think he said like in the 1960s, 80 percent of black uh, people in America were married. And I don't know if that number is accurate because I didn't look it up versus now. I think it's less than 50 percent in right. the you know, 2000s. So, yeah, just addressing that. Um, 
dynamic and allowing that to help form the rest of your relationships and how you are as far as parents and um, people in your community. Right, right. And and just that um, you touched on, you know, um, that movement uh, that, that started around the, uh, the 50s and 60s uh, of, of, you know, um, making the Black woman as the, you know, and how, how um, focused, like, uh, the people who are against our betterment are that they understood that the black woman is really like the 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 key is really like the crux of the family right and so went straight to her and was like look you got to choose between money and having this connection and having this man so instead of saying uh historically it was the man was the provider so he was right. the source of that and so now it's like you got to choose you got to choose either have enough because we got the man either strung out on drugs we got him focused on other stuff so now he's yeah. not really even doing that so you got to choose between this connection that you know is powerful that you know you missing out on the power of or being able to provide for your family being able to provide for your kids and that you know um started that whole breakdown of the of the black family which mm -hmm. you know uh, like you said led to a lot and we've had conversations uh you know uh, a lot of conversations about this on this show uh mm -hmm. shout out to patrice who's not with us today but she you know spoke on this a lot and and i'm glad you brought that up uh mm -hmm. aisha um yeah i knew that uh you know all you guys will have good uh good ideas about it i see mike is back with us so i'm gonna uh draw it to you mike um so uh like we were just saying is it you know i'm in the environment where it's pretty loud i know it's probably a lot of background noise no nah, you good we can hear you pretty good now yeah, okay. Yeah, so so uh, I know we talked about this a little bit before the show started about like um, you know ideas of what can be done or or trying to move move ourselves forward as a people. Time for war. Say war. it again. War, war. You said it's war. time for war. <laughs> Mike said it's time for war. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like like I said, when you said you know I've heard people talking about race wars and things like that. Um, but do you think that's the answer for moving us forward in the positive direction? It's, it's a class war. It won't be a race war. It'll be a class. It'll be a, it's a class war. Something has to give. Something right. has to give. You can't keep it on like on like this, and to say you know, all of a sudden we woke up. Why well, George Floyd ain't wake me up? I'm sorry. Rodney King ain't wake me up. My grandma woke me up. You did. So it is what it is. War. <laughs> and that's your statement is war huh war yeah, yeah but so so you know uh but elaborate though when you say war which you you know uh you said it's a, it's a class war you mean changing the dynamic you said what you going in and out bro the only cheek, only cheek that i had left to turn is my ass cheek from the kiss that's it that's all all right. Well, there's that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, with that being said, uh, like I said, I always enjoy the uh, <laughs> the uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's good. It's good. It's uh, you know, I know you're in the environment, and you, you know, doing the family thing too. But uh, I definitely appreciate your input, and uh, and, and we'll talk some more about it. But uh, um, definitely want to talk about a couple of more things before we get into this uh, this interview, um. Uh, and then, you know, uh, last week and for the last maybe two weeks, we've been talking about, uh, of course, um, you know, the passing of DMX and, uh, you know, uh, just how much of a, a influence he had on the entire hip hop game. And, um, you know, I told a brief story about meeting him uh, in New York 
and and just just being you know in all of his energy and, and his and his grind and stuff like that and um uh you know so have you ever met him and uh even if not you know you talk a little bit about his influence on hip hop yeah man i uh met x once in new york city early on um in the beginning of that rough riders that whole rockefeller when basically when irv Gotti had it mm-hmm. and he was known as a battle rapper um, right by the fact the shirt that Jigger is wearing in the uh, in the video of that battle between him and DMX, the famous joint where they saw everybody everywhere because Dane was holding it. The right, they're standing on the pool tables. Yeah, right? that ghetto, that ghetto, uh, that ghetto shirt, ghetto dreams or something like that, ghetto something. That was that was a DC Cats T-shirt, like that was a DC dude's T-shirt. So that go to show you how long. That's been like they've been in, in and out of DC, yeah, or yeah. in that area. Um, you know, you heard the stories that X had too. You know, uh, been back and forth through DC, through Maryland and Virginia. You know, so it's just it's sad because it's a lot of artists that we love that didn't understand the business mm-hmm. and didn't understand how wicked people are and then um they gotta pass away like even rest in peace to black rob yeah people suffer you know i've had strokes i had kidney disease you know i've got you know and i'm fighting those things but i've been smart and i've been blessed you know to make the right decisions and make the right choices in business or or just you know how i maneuver myself but a lot of people wasn't able to have that. So people take, you know, people take advantage of you and, and people hurt you. And mm-hmm. just, you know, whatever, however America, people got to realize when you sign up for these, when you get with the major Fortune 500 companies, you now belong to them, that image. Right. So the perception of how you came at America is how they, they, they pitch you, you know, how uh, you see the Beatles, the kids fall out, they scream and the little girls. And then when Michael came, they did the same thing. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So, they, you know, that's their blueprint. So same thing worked when they wanted to do, you know, this this gangster from the, you know, the city. It could be relatable to the the, the song called Black Man or the, or mm-hmm. the nigga. Right. So that image is his image. No, no. So no matter what, the first thing somebody think, oh, he is going to be in jail. And then it comes to the point that they made made him act like it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've seen yeah. him in movies where he played. I'm in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm this, I'm that. So, so once once they get that perception of you, you know, it's it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. that's just this is a sad thing because this was a brother that prayed for people he had a deeper message that people didn't peep you know and they constantly you know they had drama and them on television so i just I, I i always think about those brothers and i think about getting like hip-hop doesn't grow up right right it, it, it keeps you at one age forever so it's just like it's real hard 
But yeah. you know, rest yeah. in peace to that brother and his family. I I, I pray for him. And it's, it's that's real crazy that he even had to. We even talking about him dying or anything like that. Right, right, right. Especially at the age of fifty, and, and then Black Rob at fifty-one, like you mm-hmm. said, making um, you know, just just the moves that they was making. You would think, you know, that that an industry like uh, the music business that's so wealthy, that's so you know, it's so much cash flowing through it, you know, that they would have things in place to help people with medical issues, to help people with any issues they would have. But it seems like it, you know kind of forces them and you, and you could kind of speak to that a little bit black about how it kind of pushes you more toward those and you know what it yeah. is and the only reason i'm on your show you've been at a higher level of entertainment you yeah. know what i'm saying like a lot of these people ain't never been at a level of entertainment they never make it out the garage so right. a lot of people understand it's two ways you can be independent and become wealthy or you become famous and they don't realize that most of the times when you sign to a major company, it's to make you famous. Right. Once you hit television, you're famous. You know, it might be for the 15 minutes or it might be for a couple of years. But once you're on that fame thing, it's a wrap. It's, it, it's, it's harder to get it done. You know, mm-hmm. it's harder. Everybody's trying to play a game. And if you don't have like your ducks in, in hand and, and, and the right people around you, it will crumble because it's not it's not made to be solid. Yep. It's yep. so it's not made it's not made to go long. Like okay, how many times at wedding receptions or somebody graduation party that you hear whoa? You would right, never right. thought this man didn't have money to feed himself. Exactly. You exactly. That this man didn't have like a house somewhere fishing with his kids and you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Right, this is what the industry do because it's built on selling that product and selling that what which is not, it's just, you just the meal for the moment. Exactly. They, exactly. they don't care about longevity. So that's where you have to come in and kind of make it that way. And some people right. don't, you know, you get in and then it exposes who you are. Yeah, if you're drunk and a, and a drug addict, it's coming to you twenty four seven. You're gonna be more of an asshole. Exactly. You know, it's just yeah. how it is. Yeah. You are yeah. y'all have interviewed people and just be like, he's a true jackass. Like you know, you know, <laughs> because you would never think, you know, that this person behaves like this. But that's what can fame can do for you. And then when you're not mm-hmm. deep rooted and you're not doing it for your family. And you really don't have no, you know, no guidance, no patience. You think it's all about you. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. You yeah. know, and then people say you hard to work with. So <laughs> it's a, it's a you, we got to get to the point where we want to have good music. Mm-hmm. Be concerned with how it's pro- produced and put out. Right. And who right. is produced and put out by we 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 gotta stop accepting everything. We just accept everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. accept everything, man. They 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 give us little Nas X. They give us all of these all all these off the wall uh, images, right? For us, right? Our people and our youth and everything, right? And we just accept it. It's cool. Like it's it, oh, it's cool. Now it's a topic. 
Yeah, yeah. And we don't have to accept the way it is right now. And like right now, we... bagging on if kids want to rap and people talking about they they producers and managers and all that. Let's see. Let's put them to the test and make sure before we give our children and our and our family members over to this industry that we protect them. Like you know, like if you was to go play ball, if you was LeBron James, right? You ain't getting in it. His family, the uncles, the aunts, grandma, grandpa, everybody surrounded around. They know what's their goal line to get to their family to be successful, right? So you're not getting in there and messing that up. And then two, we do that with our little Nipsey's. Like Nipsey should have never been killed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the people that's really doing stuff and really about that should have people around them to say, okay, I'm going to sacrifice my time to be lookout. I'm going to sacrifice my time to make sure he eating right. I'll sacrifice my time to make sure I'm in the studio. Ain't nobody doing nothing crazy. No girls can come around and jump in the hotel rooms with them. You know, the old way. The old way. But they don't want that no more. They want them wild and crazy so they can sell it to your kids. Right, right. That wild and crazy is the way to go. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like um, you, you touched on a few different things, but um, one of the main things that I wanted to talk to you about that you touched on was was um, uh, how the the industry isn't really built for longevity, right? But um, just just looking at you, and one of the reasons that you one of the people that I uh, you know, in this industry that I really look up to and follow is because uh, of your like you have not stopped. Like I I heard um. Oh, I can't remember who said it, but they were talking. They said you have a a, a Tupac esque drive when it comes to record and like the stuff, like dropping music constantly, putting out stuff constantly, and it's quality work. And you know, so um, just being able to have that kind of stamina in this industry and that kind of you know drive to keep putting out. Like, um, can you talk a little bit about where that comes from? Like, what keeps you going? What keeps you putting out stuff and and staying out there? Man, I'm blessed that I can do it. I was blessed that I can do it. When when I found out, you got to remember, like Super Dave, like for your followers and people, you know what I'm saying, that, that follow you, they got to get an understanding that DC is wasn't accepted about rap. Mm-hmm. So like when you were rapping, it was just like you was throwing everybody off because <laughs> everybody just wanted to be a hustler. Everybody wanted right. to be this period, or Wayne Perry. Right, right. So at this time, I'm rapping, but I had a, I had a gift. I, I could draw and paint. And I, I had an opportunity to go to Duke Gallatin. And so I met a dude named uh, Slim Cat 78. They call him the 78er, right? But yeah, yeah. The Jazak. And he from 18th and D. He from, he from the hood. We from yeah. North East. Right. And uh, he was all... <laughs> He was already on sampling and stuff like that. So when I started rhyming, you know, I had dyslexia, of course, special ed kid, of course, DCPS. So you should already know. Right. Um, I had a high quality for Jonah. So I would love to be funny, always getting put out of class. Right, right. So I just put those things together, you know making people laugh and making being able to be aware to be on it. And I love it. Yeah. Now, you know, a lot of people don't love it. 
you you never seen somebody that really loved playing the horn put it down. Like mm. they're gonna be out whenever the hell it's opportunity to play that horn, I'm gonna play the mm. horn. Right. right. So that's what it, it, it is for me. Um, I love making music. I, I love having that energy um, because a lot of people can't do it, man. It's right. people, it's people that's, you know, that's never going to make it. Bought, bought a computer, bought, bought the whole shindig and never going to, you know, make it past their house. And right. I got an opportunity at that time to go around the world and get signed and and so I was just blessed with it. So I still do it because it's still art. Like I love the art of it. Mm. Finding these young cats that love to make beats, samples, mm. new artists, all of it. I love it. And I'm never going to stop making music, man. That'd be crazy. That's like somebody say, we, we're journalists, but we never catch you doing any news. Right, you right. Know? It's like, nah, no, no, I do a radio show. I've never seen you say anything. I've never seen you do anything. Right, like right. there's people that tell me that, like people youngins that be like, I'm a rapper. I go to their IG, right? They check on my IG. It's they're a fashion model. I don't see no music. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. But I do music. I love it, and I'm gonna I'm do it all the time. And then, come on, man. You know, we 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 come from the greats, the bar spitters. Like right. I didn't fall in love when Juvie came out with hip hop. Right. You know what I'm saying? I fell in love with hip hop way back. Molly Maul, you know, Dang. the Jungle Brothers, Daylight, you know, Dang. Pride, Nas, yeah. a student. A student. And then it was hard in DC because you was a bam if you didn't like nothing but rap a lot. And now right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tell Houston cats all the time, I'm like, Slim, we were raised basically off of H-Town music. These right, right. Wow. was basically everything that was sold, G to a key yeah. to Starface Ghetto Boys, like yeah, I was about to say that's why we like when face. Yeah, when when face when face come here, he's like an honorary Washingtonian. Like he's like a kid. <laughs> an instrument at the backyard band and everything. Stamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for, for for Scarface too, man. You know that 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 thing, man. Yeah, yeah. He went through it with the COVID. I heard he was doing yeah. better. Um, yeah, yeah. So 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 that's a blessing, but definitely prayers up for him. Um, yeah, so you talked a little bit about your, your beginnings and stuff, so I want to uh, uh, go into that a little bit, if it's cool. Um, uh, so I want to start with, like, before you, you know, because uh, you talked about how you started rapping, how you got in touch, uh, uh, hooked up with Slim Cat. Shout out to Slim Cat. He's done some stuff uh, with my man Jay and Duff and them. Crazy stuff. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's a monster. Classic. Yeah. That's classic DC hip-hop, man. Let's do, Yeah. It's coming, you know what I'm saying? It's just, I'm, I'm, I'm grinding on it so the world can know. Like, Bet. about great, like, so many genius, so many alchemists, oh, so many great producers. I grew up with them. Yeah, yeah. Little yeah, boy, hate. Cypher, man, like, like, cats don't even know. Like, Howard, bruh, Howard plays so much a key factor. Like, I laugh with Tracy Lee now. Like, yeah. Tracy Lee, oh, yeah, I remember yeah. when Puff was working at the match. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Like, yeah. real talk. Like, yeah. I saw I saw it all. Guru, 
an engineer that brought Jay-Z the sound. Like, I remember when they lived on Sherman Avenue, bro. Right. I used to pass their crib and they used to use punch samplers. You remember they had the RNF crew and, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was um, you know, the hip hop convention. Mm-hmm. And we used to uh, go up there, do the hip hop convention. I was a kid, I used to meet Common and, and all of them. So I knew, I knew where the world was at, you know, Supernatural, these guys would come out. Right. You know? And Biggie, and yeah. um, it was it was a time I remember even being um, in, in New York City meeting Pop, walking by itself in Times Square. Right. We drive the back streets of Times Times Square, and we met Tupac. You know, right. walked up, dapped all of us, me and Head. You know Head Rock, so yeah, yeah. Head Rock, Head Rock can tell you the story. Dapped us all up, one two Head Rock from uh, one two from Golden Air. Um. And all of us, I was a kid. We used to go up there to Zulu Nation. I was also wow. in the cars and earth. So I used to go to New York. A lot of times, a lot of dudes from DC wouldn't go to New York. Yeah. Uh, you know, because <laughs> the beefs, you know, and you wouldn't right. want to get lost up there. You don't, you don't know what your way around. Right. Um, I used to go up there, man, and, and been there everywhere, man. I traveled everywhere and picked up sounds from everywhere. I lived in the Bay. I lived in San okay. Leandro for a minute. I, I lived in Oakland for a second when I was doing tours with G, uh, with jazz great Steve Coleman. Okay. I, uh, I lived places, different places. Yeah. I saw different people and I saw how the music affect different youngins from different eras. And the key to um, like, how I would present my music is I was gonna always be myself, but I've always wanted to make music to make people move. Ain't right. nothing like having that racket that you could put on anywhere and the people ready bobbing their head and yeah. Yeah. Come out any yeah. club, anything like any, you know, like I ain't no smoke, I ain't no joke. You hear that come on right. anywhere. Yeah. People yeah. on the floor, no matter what mm-hmm. age, what and, and so I wanted to make sure I made time. Everything is timeless, you know? And I know sometimes it's gonna catch up, you know, cats gotta catch up to what, you know, what I'm doing and different. And I'm not out to make those, you know, I was never out to try to do what other dudes is doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That was, I come from the time where you, that was called Biden. Right, right, um, yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't want to do nothing nobody else did. And plus, you know, I come from a, a, a good a neighborhood of Joan and it's type of stuff you couldn't get away with. Right, you know? right, right. But don't catch me wearing no purse around my chest. Like, it's so different right now. And uh, one of the things, I think we touched on it a little bit last week um, about the, the Kid Cudi performance on Saturday Night Live with him wearing oh, the dress. Up, up, man, I had to, I made yeah. it. Crazy! I made the song "Sell Your Soul." Right, right. First song I made after the pandemic. I dropped thirty albums. I dropped right. 30 records. I put out. I put thirty records out. They now they said I flooded the I flooded the, the uh, independent, you know, streaming joint. That's I got all right. Some- That's all right. Right. So I flooded the joint. But one of my first singles I made was called "Sell Your Soul." You know. And, and I say something about, you know, that, and that's what I put up, you know, and that you was talking about, I, I said something about that because right. come on, man, 
he was hero just like Kanye for a lot of these kids. Because mm-hmm. it's a lot of dudes that ain't that ain't killers. They right. not games. They don't wish to go to jail. So right. they, you know, you gotta have your role model. And so this is a dude that's their role model. And now what my man doing? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, the the, the explanation of you know him. Uh, paying homage to Kurt Cobain because Kurt Cobain did it and stuff. It's like you. It's a you know. showstopper, man. It's a team of people that make this make them decisions. Like, you know what I'm saying? So right. he wanted to get back. He came out the game or whatever. He had some issues inside the industry, right? Right. When you come back, you have to be burst. Everybody know this is a part of that. Wow. Like, if you have eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And so. It's being pushed, and then you gotta like you gotta think. Damn, this is being pushed Saturday night live. Yeah, yeah, the national television. You know, Man, hold on. I want you to go back. Right. In order to get on there and be on that show at that night, you used to have to have a hit record. Right. Mm-hmm. Where was this hit record? Nah, yeah, yeah. Where I mean, y'all in the radio world, y'all play. You all play records every day, yeah. right? You in the radio world. I know y'all get music, y'all turn, oh, no, nah, that joint garbage. That's how mm-hmm. it is, right? I, okay. Yeah, I, Did y'all get a song from him? Was he in any heard anything new from, from Kid Cudi, nothing new. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nah. yeah. Saturday Night Live. The, the biggest television, you talking about, it's still people in America that don't have cable. You know, they watch, Real television, like we right. think some people just got it sweet, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's some people in the world, this is what they rely on, is right? Television. Right, hey, young and the restless and Saturday Night Live, nigga. which is supposed to be the <laughs> after your local news, right? Right, exactly, exactly. You know? No hit record, though. That's yeah. what you should know that this is propaganda, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's where I'm at with it. It's propaganda when he doesn't have a hit record. Why why did it all of a sudden he's a, it, it matters? Yeah yeah he's the music yeah yes <laughs> all of a sudden. If, yeah. hit song at, if you right. had a hit song, then yeah, just out of nowhere I won't wear a dress. I picked the stage. You're not that big of an artist. I mean he's not Drake. Right right. Drake no. At the same time he's not Drake. Right. No. Yeah. He's not Kanye. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And yeah, I mean, you know, my friend, man, just this is to sell the new, trying to sell a new wave, man, the new wave, man. But the, the, the you gotta look at who hot, man, and and who who stand drama free, like raw wave and, uh, and, and oh yeah, and those kids like that, you know, that got good music. Yeah. yeah, you know that yeah. that ain't really you know involved. You know, got to do much. Right, like, right. The kid, y'all got kids. I know, Dave. You got a program. You work with Southeast kids. Yeah. Come on, but what the kids listening to? They ain't yeah. listening to none of that. They right, not listening. Right. So where's this? These millions of views coming from? Hey. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see no kids walking down the street singing little nine song, bro. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I, and <laughs> a lot of that come from, you know, it's it's a couple of different places it come from, but you but you um you touched on the, the youngins, you know what I'm saying, coming out. So and I noticed that you have seen to have a connection uh with a lot of the new artists coming out, you know, either you doing stuff with them or championing them and stuff. So um first of all, I'm gonna start with like who you rocking with like right now, like who who's coming out that we need to keep an eye on or, or that you that you've seen coming through DC or this area. Got Wooly. Got Wooly from Southeast. Okay. All this youngin out. He engineered himself and he rapped Pisces two times. Um, you got his youngin, the star boy Manny. He's singing, he rapped. I done some records with him. Okay. Um you got so many, man. There's so many kids, man. Yeah. Uh, one big Migo, little Shorty Spy, I watched him come up. Little Ark, rest in peace to Arguello, man. Them, them boys, man, from um, from that V gang. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, you yeah. know. Shorty to me, Younger was supposed to be that one. I mean, his team, they definitely, all of them, shout out to Big Cuz John, but all of them over there, like I watched them, uh, like I was rooting for them. I'm like, I'm proud to see what I'm watching though right now. It's yeah. so many talented kids, all the CBE, uh, Big Triple, you know, all, all, all of those kids, man. Fresh, Little Rizza, like all these youngers is toughy. I'm watching right, right. Cause I was at Maserati with Tuffy and he really doing it. Young and throwing parties like, and they, and knowing these city kids, and I'm proud. I'm proud of a, a lot of artists. I, I always said, man, you know, I'm gonna stop. I always stop and listen to these youngers when they be like, let me, let me, hit, let me hear something for you, OG, or let me let you listen to my music. I stop and I listen because I say that could be somebody's child miss. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, my opportunity to make sure he don't get, you know, because it's a rude game. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, right. I am 15. 13 years old, traveling around the world, signing papers I didn't know. Right. Adults, everybody adults doing adult things, you know, like, mm -hmm. you, know, you know, so I, I try to always make sure that they are. Right. And then sometimes it's only really the, if you think about it, man, a lot of kids, uh, especially in DC, say so gifted, but we gotta, we gotta find a way to just let them shine and be them, you know, yeah, and, uh, yeah. And I ain't never been no gatekeeper, dude, man. I ain't never been like, nah, man. Oh, everybody deserve a chance to be heard. Right, yeah. Everybody, you remember, Dave, man? Yeah. A lot of times, man, we would get on stage. I say Bama's dressed like ghosts back then when we used to perform. <laughs> Just to right. get the crowd <laughs> Trying to get some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing yeah, all I'm kind of wild stuff, yeah. Dude come out dressed like Elvis. Just trying to get, he might get booed, but... They took that chance, man. It was a place, it was places for people, for the kids, ciphers, different yeah. things like that, a place for them to go, but nobody mm -hmm. challenging them musically. Right. So they all start sounding the same. So I'm just blessed to be able to, to find the ones that, that 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 are artists, true artists that love that love music. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hey man, I'm I'm glad you're here. You you brought up something that reminded me of something that I've thought about. And I always wanted to ask you this, 
And so I'm about to ask you right now. Now, but um, so you had an opportunity at a young age to, to to do things and see things that people, you know, that some people will never see in their lifetime, right? You know, from mm-hmm. like you said, from being, you know, a sound artist from trips around the world, from just just even like those little moments, like the look, like the story you told about me and Tupac and things like little things that you'll never forget. So um, it's a couple of things I want to ask you, but the main thing is from all of that experience that you gain and all that wisdom, and I see you talking to the youngins all the time and, and sharing that wisdom. Um, what's the main thing that you try to get um, these young artists to, to know and understand? And, and, you know, is this something that you wish that, that or, or, you know, something that you wish that you were told at that time? What's the main thing that you try to tell them? Listen. <laughs> Listen. Listen, that, like, even if you don't agree, Listen, be slow to react. I guess, you know, we're not playing on a clock. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one big day. Mm -hmm. Like we got the, you know, we got man that make you think it's time. So your time, if you think time running out. So you start doing anything, you do anything when you think you're on the clock. Right. Right. So, you know what I mean? Just to take your time so you could find yourself, you know. It'll be that moment in the history where you'll write the right song or you'll make the right beat because it's it's that energy at that time. Right. Like, we just got to be patient with it and be truthful with themselves, man. Like, right. just be truthful with yourself and just tell yourself, nah, that's not right. And listen. Yeah, yeah. Like nine times out of ten, if we could just add those things, man, be 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 like um slow to respond to things. Yeah. Heavy don't need your response. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or don't deserve your response. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you know, those that that's definitely, man, one of the the, the things that I would have told myself and you know. Just um, make sure you're doing it. You're doing it for for something. You got a main goal there, cause that's what I'm saying. More, more, more. The youngest they they trap. They don't know what they really doing it for. Once mm-hmm. you start making a little bread, I mean, if you don't have no calls, you know, you fall for anything. And look, they be falling for right. Anything. Oh man. So and and there's so many. Like I would tell my artists all the time, like. It's a million people out there that know how hungry you are and that want to exploit that, that want to take advantage of it. It's the same stuff you've been talking about that's just ready and, and on every level that's ready to, to, to try to separate you from your money, to separate mm-hmm. you from your dignity, most importantly, you know what I'm saying? Because once you do that, you know, anything, they can take anything from you, you know? So uh, just, just staying focused and... and and, and and like you said, being slow, that's that's powerful, being slow to react because and I think uh, nowadays it's more manufactured, like they training the youngins to to react, to be reactionary, to as soon as something happens, I gotta get back, I gotta get on, I gotta da 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 not even take a time to think and even if you're going through something to plan your moves out to be slow to react. So that's powerful. I'm glad, you know what I'm saying, that you that you said that. And and um in, in that same kind of realm, like in that same thing, thinking about like all of the things that you had a chance to see and do, you know, um, uh, in your in your time, you know, in the industry and everything. Uh, can you tell us about some of the some of the some of the great stuff that you've been able to see? 
and, and some of the great stuff you've been able to do, like, or something that stands out as like a great moment for you. And I went to Europe, the, 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 you know, from DC, you know, I'm from Capitol Hill, I'm from Northeast. Right. So this, the white folks didn't speak to you. They walk smack past you unless they try and buy some coke from you, right. you know. <laughs> and when I got to Europe, I told a white dude I like this jacket, he gave it to me. Wow. Wow. And, they, and then to see them break dance and to see them bob their head to Dougie Fresh and then like to, to see them come out to see black artists, like the world is different. The being right. Spain, Switzerland and, 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 and the whole town spray painted up all over the church, everywhere. It's spray wow. painted all over Switzerland. It's one big ass New York subway. <laughs> right, Our right. coaches loved around the world to go to Japan and watch people pay money to get dreads. Right, right. Yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. <laughs> Look at yeah. Afro. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying that that was the that was the greatest thing that I, that could ever happen to me. Like I'm responsible for all coaches for every every race. Yeah. It's no racism in hip hop. Right. Real fitness. It doesn't, it, everything applies to that way, whatever hip hop is made for the energy, for whatever situation, it fits for any race. Exactly, exactly. And I learned that that was the greatest, that was the greatest lesson that I ever had, you know, yeah, yeah. to ever, ever, ever see as a child, um, the, the fact that it's a different place um, other than the neighborhood. Cause right. there's still some people that ain't never left DC. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. definitely, definitely. <laughs> and so to have that perspective, that, man, they never, they never they thought to go nowhere else. The probably farthest they've been is the Pocono. That's probably right, right, yeah, yeah. So you know, I mean, um, just to have that that opportunity to, to um, to see how. You know, it, it affects people all over the world and then start mm -hmm. to add love for people. Then you want to make music for those people, people right. all around the world that want love, that want to smoke, that want to eat good, that want to shop, that want to do this. So you you just, you you the theme music. You right, right, right. Find theme music from the shower to making love. I'm trying to supply that. I'm <laughs> Your theme music for your movie because it's yeah. your movie. Right. You know? Everybody else is just a co-star. So you need theme music. I just want to be in that playlist of what's going on in your life so you can be like, yeah, damn, I ain't feeling me. What hip hop used to be when I heard Nas, I was like, damn, this, I feel this shit out there. Exactly, exactly. Damn, you know, or Face, or, you know, Pun, or any of the great artists. I used to be like, damn, I feel him. I feel that energy. Yeah. And that's what that's what I, I that's my goal is to make it into your earlobes, to make it into your house, so or, or make it into your car, so I can be a part of your daily life. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. Yeah. Don't nobody understand you. Throw me on, even if my physical is gone. I'm with you forever. You just okay. throw me on. I'm gonna talk to you. I'm gonna sing to you. I'm gonna rap with you forever. Yeah. It's a gift that I have of affinity and you can pass it on to your children and, and that energy will still be there. I'm still always be around. So that's what I, 
Yeah, man, I always like I enjoy talking to you, man. I always feel like I gained something from our conversations, definitely. Man, so, um, yeah, yeah, a hundred percent, man. So, uh, just um, making music, man. Your process for for creating, like, cause um, <laughs> your style is so, like, you know. I mean, I've heard it. I've heard people say I'm orthodox. I wouldn't, you know, what I'm saying. I think it's, you know, cause if you listen to it, it's it's actually focus is actually like a, a, a pattern there that you could follow and, and you know uh you know for hip-hop heads if you listen to it you know what it is but um just can you talk a little bit about your like how you from from getting the beat or do you start with the beat or do you start with like the the, the track itself or the the words or like what's no, your process and, for creating and it's gonna be the first time that anybody you know people ask and they, they don't ask because you know you you a hip-hop dude you one of the good dudes like we worked before you right. know a writer. Niggas cannot fuck with you, Dave, period. And, oh, and I appreciate, like I appreciate I, that. I feel like that about you, man. Right. Everybody knows Southeast Super Day. Because it's two Super Day. Yeah, Super yeah. Day Park, and then the Super Day from Southeast. You the Super Day from Southeast. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I appreciate that, man. My method of making music is I hear the beat in six seconds if I don't have a song already soon as it come on if the beat doesn't move me like that i'm not gonna do it mm. i'll move on to the next one sometimes i hear a whole song and just that whole energy i got the whole song for right. some reason yeah. i don't know i think my mother dropped me <laughs> my when i was a little boy so i think i see things a little rain man and shit. A little different. A little different you know <laughs> little, little yellow buses but i see yeah. things different so what happens is I start to create the whole song there mm -hmm. without, you know what I'm saying, with the hook and everything. And then okay. I always just download everything, uh, a conversation, a lot of things when I talk to seniors, I like talking mm -hmm. to seniors, you know, elderly, they always have quick phrases and different things mm -hmm. like that. Um, I try to study as much as possible um, I'm a more, so I study as much, you know, literature as I can. And 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 just at the time and they'll come together and okay. pull itself, but it is the beat. Mm -hmm. Um, shout out to a lot of dudes that's a cappella rappers. Like uh, you never ever heard of Sellers the No Man. That young and is out of Merlin. That's that he's a a cappella monster. I'm gonna check him out. Battle yeah. rap, like, you know what I'm saying? Oh my god, like a cappella, he need no beat. Okay. But me, I love the beat. Right. My father is a drummer. Uh, my stepfather was a drummer. My brother's a drummer. All my brothers drummers. So mm -hmm. I grew up around drummers. Uh, right, you know, right. Eastern band in Southeast DC, uh, yeah. famous drum band. They, uh, you know, my brother was the drum major, like drum line. So I grew up in a right, house right. with all the dudes from the drum line. Okay. <laughs> in my house. Even when he went to Brown, mm. um, you know, they were they were always in my house. And so they used to um, play the drums all the time. And then my mom uh, sung for James Cleveland, mm. uh, Workshop of America, her and my grandmother. They okay. were uh, gospel singers, a lot of James Cleveland records that he did in D.C. My parents, you know, my, my mother and my grandmother on the aunts and everything. So mm. I grew up around 
that sound. Right. So it's just a bunch of sounds I downloaded and I don't turn away nothing. Everything, sometimes you just got to feel it. Some mm -hmm. producers got a vibe, got a feeling, and I get that vibe and that feeling and I got to make that record. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. Then I don't let it turn me away. If, I, if, it, if I'm having a bad day, I'm going to put it on the record. And then if I'm feeling good, I'm going to put that on the record. Hey, yeah. Yeah, man, that's dope. Cause like um, I, I feel like you can feel that in your music. Cause you know um, I oh, feel like yeah. you make soul music. I scream on that bitch today. I scream on that bitch. If a record, if a record make me feel good, like I grew up, man, my uncle played Miller. You remember Miller Jackson? Millie Jackson, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I grew up listening to records like that, bro. That's wild, you know? yeah. I grew up with that sound and then the go go sound. I like I used to see junk y'all live, bro. Live. Nah. In your in your negative in your hood. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Used to go, we used to get the 90 bus, bro, over there. <laughs> Risking our lives, bro. Risking our lives. <laughs> over in Southeast, bro, risking our lives just to see this band play on some buckets in somebody's backyard. Exactly. Risking. Yeah. You know, so. Like, yeah, it's a love for the culture, man. It's a, I still got a love for the culture. Dudes that sample records, dudes that don't sample. Right. Still love for Go-Go. That backyard sound? Come on, bro, good Yeah, God. yeah, it's very unique. You know, it's like, you know, people try to copy it, but it's, it's, it's nobody like, all of them, you know, they've been neighbor, and that's why they, that's why they have their laundry. I think, you know, you have that in common with them that you have a sound that's unique enough to to keep you there, you know what I'm saying, to keep your longevity going. So, um, you know, that that's something that I always, you know, commend you on, that I always look up to you for. Uh, it, it's, it's amazing. And, um, uh, yeah, man. Hey, you know, the, it's just the way that the city, the city different. And, um, and it's different than Hollywood. Right, yeah. And, and that's that's what we just gotta we gotta get that through our head like you know we don't want to be them and right. it could be so many great MCs and great producers in that city if we just you know just being 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 ourselves but for some reason they you know the the um the image of success then sold them so good right I just want that image right? exactly exactly yeah yeah that's why that's what I mean when I say they so hungry for it that it put them in a position to let their guards down you know what I'm saying and then anything come in and that's why a lot of them don't get where they need to be because you know different things pull them in different directions um but uh real quick I want to talk man so one of my biggest regrets like I try to live my life um without regrets, like I try to look at every situation as a learning experience so I can minimize my regrets, right? But one of the biggest regrets that I have in my life is, I, I think I talked to you about it um, at 93.9 at one time we was up there for something uh, Gemini was doing. And yeah. I, you know, um, in managing the artists, we were doing the open mics and I, I wind up meeting Big Lil. And uh, we got cool or whatever. And we would have conversations. One of the deepest brothers, you know what I'm saying? And, and one of the best spitters, bro. Like, mm -hmm. like, on, like one of the dudes on, on like, on, on your level. So, you know. Man, Lip was hard, man. Definitely. And, you know, I told you, I wanted to do it. I wanted to, to put y'all both on the track together. And man, I was. on that uh, Icon Award from, um, uh, what was that they call it? The Titty, the. Uh... The Titan Awards. Titan yeah. Awards. 
and they gave me an icon award. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I got the picture from that night. You, him, yeah. and Tokyo Crow. Yes, yeah, sir, I took yeah. that picture. Oh, um, <coughs> that that night that they, I stayed. I don't know if they wanted me to watch everybody perform, but they gave me an advance uh, uh, awards after. Mm. And I remember walking up the stairs, leaving. And uh, Big Lil said, I ain't know you was Muslim, Aki. And we greeted each other. Because I thanked Allah mm -hmm. for my award. Yeah. And Lil, you got to remember, man. Lil, me, nonchalant. Right. Thinky Dink, of course, and, and DC Scorpio. Yeah. We yep. were kind of like the stamp of what like hip hop in DC was. And was I was pioneers. Yeah. already a blue with Tommy Boy. Right. So Lil had and Hammer had a um a show on Listen Vision. Right, yeah, yeah. And, um he brought me down and I got to talk with Lil for a little bit, man, but it took us back to all the little shows we used to have to do back in the day. Like but Lil was a good dude, man. Man, one of the best, bro. Dude, like, and, and like, you know, to heard that somebody killed him. Yeah, yeah. Like he didn't die. Right. Like I should die. Right. You know, he died. He, he, you know, and then to go to just show you if anybody knew Lil, he was a, he was a big gentle giant. Exactly, exactly. He was a peaceful giant, dude. But he was he was that way because of Islam. Like because before that, them niggas was very terrible. Them niggas. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. Crapped about they was really doing. They, right, was, right. Section eight was not. None of them was put. They was none of them was faking. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I mean, you got to think about it. In the nineties, they had Morgan Freeman in a in a movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Brought him to DC and made a movie with him. You know. They had Morgan Freeman, bro. Right. Like, right. And this was independent. Yeah. Yeah. What type of bread was these niggas getting? <laughs> like that? Hey. Show you. So that's what I'm saying. Like. They took they took a real dude that was showing guys like how to grow up. Yeah, 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 exactly. And and that's that's the same thing I see. You know, uh, one of the similarities I've seen in y'all too is he was the exact same way with the youngins. Like he was always pulling youngins. You know, I had my artist. I bring him through. He was, you know, he hit me. Hey man, I'm doing this show around the corner. At this man, bring your man through. Let's, let's, you know, let's do it. He was always, you know, that type of dude. And, and and the bars was crazy, bro. I like hey, so, man, you know what I'm saying everybody know it. They was our ghetto boys. Exactly, exactly. One hundred percent was was ghetto boys for DC. They had the similar sound, and they and basically everybody was on Section Eight at the exactly. time. Like they, whoever <laughs> from Baltimore to Chicago, people knew that name. They knew being poor and the projects and stuff like that. So right. they. They spoke for the ghetto and, and you know, and uh, I was, when they had the uh, hip hop museum, I was blessed to see him, his album up in there because they yeah. gotta get recognized. Exactly, exactly. He has, he's one that be recognized and that's what killed me, man. It's like these corny clowns be getting recognized, but it'd be like, it'd be y'all that be in this neighborhood, play ball with the kids, take them to get something to eat. You know, at least at, when I came up, I had head rocking one too. They would uh, what you are for the kids over in Southeast. They that that's why I had those relationships and, and stuff like that because I had adults, Kokai, Sub Z, 
that cared. Right. You know, that wanted to freestyle Union Tony Black. You know. Right. Uh, we had those people, man. And, and that's what, I, I don't know, man. I just, it's like, if you're not telling them to sell themselves, it's like, or, or uh, imitate, right. you know, an image. It's like, you can't even tell them to like shorty does. You know, they're not going to listen because they'd be like, uh, you know, don't hold me. Or right, I ain't right. trying to get on there, you know. Right. He, he told me what's on the studio. He said, OG, I ain't gonna hold you. I just want the money. Yeah. Real talk, gave me my respect and everything. He's like, man, I don't really care about it. Man, you know the craft of it, man. He just throw the beat, I don't care. I'm gonna say whatever the fuck. He can edit it, I'm gonna punch it. I just care about the money. money. Right, yeah, yeah. And that's what they in it for. And that's, you know, it's killing the artistry, you know. Um, it's, it's tough, but, but I mean, they, you know, that's what's making it right now. You know, like you said, it's the cats that's that's on there. It's not it's not them them cats that's really putting their heart and soul into it anymore. That's really blowing up. You know, that's because it ain't no interest into it when they're young. Right. So they you know the artist the the the, the artist is now going to try to appeal to where he think that he gonna get the respect and the bread at. Exactly. Like, come out and out and you come out and you rapping about the stars and you happy and this this and, well if the dude gonna be quick and say oh man you sit your silly ass down and then right. you don't sound like so and so you got so many negative people and still embracing it right and you're yeah. embracing when it's early this kid might turn out to be Kanye West a billionaire right, right. yeah yeah <laughs> but no you want to so now no you got a good kid. He's going to turn into a rapper. You got him committing crime. So he right. can't spread. You got him out here pretending whatever beats you got going on. Now in his life, he can't right. go to the club. They want to fight him in the club. He right, right. Go there. And all he wanted to do was make a hit song. Right, right. And that's why we lose so many of them. Man's a prostitute. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. But that's that's also contributing to like you know, um, over the last maybe five years or so, we lost a, a good amount of young aspiring dudes that was really, really saying something and really making moves. And a lot of it is attributable to the fact that you know, trying to build that persona, you know, mm-hmm. they, they feel like need to come with it, put them in a position like like you said, and that ain't stuff they wouldn't have never been in. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 you know, those things that hurt my heart, like baby swipe, like swipe, right. swipe, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm glad to see his brother carrying on his legacy, and he's dope too. But that's what I'm saying. Like those kids, he like young was gonna be like a Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he had that type of energy, and and that's. That's what I'm saying, man. We gotta code, we gotta get in, we gotta cultivate, we gotta get in and we gotta mold them like early and see the interest in them, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. It'd it be like dudes be scared to get their energy and their time, man. So yeah. scared. Like me, when people be on IG, I answer everybody back. Dude, I'm not that nigga, I'm not Luther. Right. Like, I'm, I'm gonna ask you back. You took your time out of your day to like my joint and give me some fire. I'm gonna answer you back. I, I appreciate right. you didn't have to do it. Exactly. When did, when did it become cool to like, yeah, I'm, I'm, 
I'm only gonna put three posts up. I'm the man. And I'm right, like, right. go by. All y'all niggas suck. Right, like, ignore everybody. Like, why right. am I gonna listen to you? What's exactly. my purpose of, uh, of playing your music or, or representing or, or anything that you got going on, man? If I'm not gonna do that, like, if I got crowned by DC, I got crowned because I was with the people. Right. I was yeah. peace. I was. I was at the. I was at the battles. I was at State of the Union. I was at a uh, uh, um um nine thirty club. I was all. I was at. I was battling people. I earned my way all the right. way. Nobody gave nobody but all the people that wanted to see me win. Right. And that I, I had to work for everything, every battle. And you gotta remember at that time, dudes would go. You was rapping, everybody wanted to see you. Right. <laughs> everybody. Right, right. Yeah. You yeah. just don't know where I will come out the subway. Nigga, hey, let's go. Let's get on. <laughs> I'm on my chest. They'd be like, let's get it in right, right. now. <laughs> right now. This, right. This before this the cell phone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. So yeah, they went off a of word of mouth. That was it. Damn yeah. right. And you couldn't lose. Right, it'd be, it'd be devastating. You'd be like, "How you weren't even there?" Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. By the time you got home, everybody knew what was happening. Hey, man. Exactly. So come on, man. Like, and, and I was just blessed, man. Like, I never. DC was just the coolest place in the world because it, it was. It was. Uh, it's open. Yeah, you know, it was open, and then you know, mm-hmm. once I went to Duke Ellington and I got to get on the other side, Georgetown, right? All that American University, you get to get over there and see how they doing it. You turn up a little bit more, the city was just turned, right? I, and I yeah. had an opportunity to be in the city and just make music and 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 uh link with people, infinite loop. Um, so many people, man. Yeah. Like Blood Entertainment, Majors. It was so many people putting out records, bro. It was it is it, it'll blow your top, man. You yeah. remember. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. And I mean, it, it feels like um to a certain extent it's still like that. I think the um like the, the connectivity that uh that was out like in those days. It's not as much. It's more every man for himself kind of a thing right now. And, and people talk about that a lot about um, the vibe in DC and everybody want to analyze what's quote unquote holding you know this area back and stuff like that. Um, I didn't really see as much. You know what I'm saying? Like um, I, I feel like the the artists like when when I was managing uh, my man Young Boss and had sick in them and we do shows. It was a core group of people and we all like if somebody did a show in Philly, we all went to Philly. We all went to Richmond. We all went to New York. You know, and so it was we was dirty deep going up there. So, but nowadays I'm not really seeing that as much. You know, people got their crews and stuff, but uh, it, it's 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 that separate. I see more separation there now and more animosity between cats. It ain't no handbook. It ain't no laws and ain't no guys. It's like you got laws, but I mean, you know what it is. It's the streets controlling the industry. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. As far as the the industry that you see it, it's the streets. It's the street dudes that's that's doing that. You know, some young and some rappers I know like other rappers, but they can't because whoever funding their situation 
don't fuck with this guy. Don't mess with right, that. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's politics as usual, you know. Exactly. Um, and that's what I'm saying. More, more, more when people find, like, don't want nobody. I say this to all my young cats, and I say it all the time. Drake got his fans. Future got his fans. You know, Kodak Black got his fans. They got their fans. Gucci, man, he got his fans. And this is why these people sing their songs. Right. They have connection get yours so yeah. your fan base is 149 people but they support you constantly keep going right right the people yeah. will see consistency breeze champions so so is if you keep going and you doing it you're building those fans that will be there when you have your opportunity to shine and be at the fucking stadiums and be at the at your super bowls and stuff and then they'll sing your songs too because guess what you've earned those fans. Right, But right. you can't just be like, oh, man, if I ain't got 1,500 likes, hey, man, I'm up, I'm done. I don't right. even want to do this. But, mm -hmm. you know, this is right. not for you. Yeah. And that's what yeah. artists do nowadays, you know what I mean? They don't really want it. This ain't no long-term thing. Everybody trying to, it, they think it's the gold rush in the gold west. They right, right. On the rocks trying to find the gold. Bunch of fools out there with the pan looking to surf the gold. <laughs> See, exactly. if you got gold, like, nah, brother, it don't work like that. Right, right. Guys like that that we came up off of, they was in the basement. Rizza, yeah. he made a whole movie on Hulu. He in the basement. In the basement, yeah. He yeah. made the whole Wu-Tang empire. They selling Wu-Tang symbol at Forever 21 for young girls. Right, right, yeah. Wu-Tang. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. They never don't know one Wu-Tang song. Got a Wu-Tang symbol on their half-cut shirt. Because <laughs> it's trending. Yeah, they man. The basement. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to get back to that, like, where it's been cooked up at. You know the yeah. food tastes the best in the ghetto? Right, the food yeah. tastes better. Oh, that chicken tastes better up off that grandmother that ain't got much oven than it tastes, you know, in, in the Potomac. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and because it's more about the hands that's making it, you know what I'm and saying? Love to it, exactly, exactly. I gotta that's, make it happen. I gotta make magic. I'm about to make this spaghetti go a long way. <laughs> exactly, <gotta> exactly. <laughs> grandkids over here, I gotta feed them. Like you right. know, and and they, and they come with love. So if we make the music like they make that good chicken and that the spaghetti. Yeah. We gotta make it with some love, with some soul food. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's uh that's that's that soul music that I think you know is missing in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, it's certain people I hear it in. I hear it in your music, definitely. You know, um, and you can tell. You know, like uh, like Jay say, real recognize real. You can tell that mm -hmm. that uh that that spirit that it was made in. You know what I'm saying? Everything you put out. It's certain people that I really really rock with that have that feel. Somebody that you rock with, Kenworth Katrina. Like everything I hear from her, mm -hmm. yeah, you got man. that, got that feel. Tell you, I heard her man and thought of a female rock count. Definitely, mm -hmm. yeah. Strong, strong pipes, amazing, amazing. amazing. Yeah, artist, amazing kid, man. Period. You know, just talented, a talented right. one. You know, the city just full of so many talented youngers that deserve the spotlight. Is just you know, they gotta get turned on. And if you don't have the 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 money, right. Right now they done made it so you know you got so much 
corny people like, oh, he want to be a rapper. He want to be a rapper. And you right. got people doing like anybody can get in long as you got some corn. And right. so you overlooked it. And I, like I said, it'd be the ones that ain't chasing, they ain't trying to be up in the club, that ain't, you know, trying to clout chase and be famous for the new kicks or the new clothes or the car. They just dope. They right. get overlooked. Yeah. And I always wanted to make a, a safe haven for them. Right, mm -hmm. right, right. So they get some spotlight and exposure because it'd be the great ones like YU, XO. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Bro, I'm so happy to see XO getting this yeah, shine right now. Like getting joned out by Tony Blunt used to be like you was done. Right. That was back in the day. It's just to hear kids making their own beats, Odyssey, yeah. these yeah. dudes making music. Relevant music, little movies, right, uh, right, fashion. Come on, man! I remember where it came from. Yeah. It was no fashion. It was hobo. Right, right, right. <laughs> Off the whole road. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was DTLR. It was right. DDTP. DDTP. Right before DTLR. DDTP. Never had the Timberland. Everybody used to try to steal that one Timberland. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Off the top of the store, right, right. That Timberland, right, right. Feel that joy, come on, man, and come on, man. I, I, from the beginning, from the beginning, like people don't even remember, man. Like Snyder sneakers, places like DC. I watched it change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watched, it, a... watched it become something, and watch it change, and watch. It not be DC anymore. So right. anything that we hold on to that that town and that talent, we need to just love it. Right, right. But it heavenly. I'm all for the Dome you go 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 and in the museum. I can't wait for them to put the museum in there. Some sugar bed and RE and all right. of them deserve everything they get, man. Yeah, yeah. These dudes made history, man. Definitely. Come on, yeah. man. I've been around. Imagine going around the world and you tell people you from DC to rap and they talk about, oh, I love doing the butt. Right, right. That's all <laughs> they get done. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. Right, yeah. Like, what? What you know about that? Like, nah, that's yeah. that's around the world. Right, right. And that that's funny, man. It's like um, I think uh uh DMX passing really reminded me, you know, something you touched on earlier when you talked about going around the world and seeing the the influence that hip hop has had on people, you know, you kind of forget because it seemed like something we we hold it so dead, it seemed like something that's ours, you know what I'm saying? And that you know, that's just it's local, that's small, but it's so huge and so impactful, you know what I'm saying, everywhere. Like you said, it's it's whole cultures from China, from Japan that's that's you know, uh, you know, trying to be like us. You know, I remember uh, back when I was on MySpace, I had a dude from England <laughs> hitting me up, and he was uh, he was like he wanted to do a track with me, and so I he sent me the track, and I put some stuff down, and he hit me. He's like, yeah, man. Uh, uh, he's got this real heavy English accent, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's cool, but but I'm, I'm more gutter than that. I'm more grimy, so I'm more." I'm like, I'm just to this dude with this English accent, like, "Hey, you sound like you about to eat some tea and crumpets, nigga. What you talking about? You know?" But and the UK man, shout out to London man. <clears throat> they 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 weird town man. They gets down man. It, it's the only place in the world, Paris, 
in that where, you know, if you poor, it ain't got nothing to do with race. It got to do with class. Okay, if yeah. You poor, you poor, white or black. Right, if right. You rich, you rich, white or black. In a minute, America's going to be there in a, in a minute. Yeah. We're going to get And um, that's going to be a culture shock for a lot of people here. But that's how it is around the world where the pot is a little, uh, you know, fluffy, especially places like the UK. Um, mm. You know, it's it, it, the way the people look at the world today is uh, like the old 80s movies. Like we used mm. to. Huh. We used to see the old, like, well, why is America always beefing with Russia or something like that? Right, and right. You see how that, that, that propaganda was pushed on us. And when you go around the world, then you see it really is really not what you think it is. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. I, I, I really had a good time in Europe. Europe is a, 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 is a fly place. Oh, okay. uh, You know, to see fashion the way it is. I'm not with a lot of the the wild fashion that go on, but Europe is definitely one of the coolest places. I, I try to teach all uh, the artists that I work with if they ever get the opportunity. I know it's, it's kind of been crazy now with, with the pandemic and everything, but if they ever, ever have an opportunity to definitely go to Europe, yeah. definitely get that that energy. It, it's, a, it's an energy that every artist needs that want to be great. Because yeah. all the greats went there from Miles Davis to Coltrane, all of them blew in Europe. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and then I think if you want longevity and being a great artist, it's good to always build a, a European, um, a Europe following that to have that because something that you might can't sell in America, you could definitely push over there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good advice. So, I I seen you you do the uh the radio show thing too, man. You got the new energy joint. You still doing it uh, over at Listen Vision? Yeah, but I'm I'm about to change up the new energy format, man. And it just did it because you know that was my big thing. I wasn't gonna sit and make it TMZ. I didn't um you know mm-hmm. I didn't want to I didn't want to talk about nobody. I still don't mm-hmm. want to talk about anybody. And I don't like gossip. Right. Uh, that's a a waste of time, especially when it comes to our people. So um, it's going to be more of like when, when you when you put out your new projects and artists or you put out your books and stuff like that, that I'll be able to interview a more personal interview so okay. we can get to know who wrote this, who produced this, and, and, they, and I can get a, a real spotlight on that artist. So mm-hmm. you get that real energy, like the time that you spend in the studio it's like a small documentary about new and upcoming artists and new and upcoming writers, inventors, mm-hmm. chefs, and different things like that. That's dope, man. So what, what made you want to uh, start the New Energy Podcast? Um, talking with um, management at the time, and uh, Boom, Boom offered me from Listen Vision to come up there. Of course, Boom, his staple. You know, yeah, in, uh, yeah, in, in hip hop in the district, so yeah. it was it was a good look. It's on Howard campus, right? And I was like, yeah, I'll do it because I kept getting music from the youngins, and they needed they needed to be yeah. a place where they had a platform. Yeah, yeah. wanted to do that, and so um, I was uh, working at the stool. My uncle opened up a studio on Fourteenth. I mean, on Fifteenth uh, and U Street. Mm. Um, it was called the stew, 
And so an artist, great artist in there um, named Sco Flair, he also makes clothes from Southeast. Okay. He, he's an artist. It was an art gallery also. And so mm-hmm. what we did was um, um, wanted to push that, that, that new wave of music that's coming and, um, and, and, and flyness, because now you had youngins that were more intrigued with art, visual, with the Basquiat's and all that. Right, right. So uh, the kids, like, new energy. So NU energy, and I was like, boom. And then when I got the opportunity to do the radio, I said, yeah, I'm going to put everybody on that will send me music. And most of the times it was a youth, so I was beating out most of the shows because I was getting the kids. I was getting kids was from Southeast, from from New Orleans, from Texas, yeah. I'm playing it. I yeah, met you. So you, had, you, you had a little bit of everything on you. Hey, I wasn't charging nobody. Right. The advertisers, we had a couple jewelry stores and some real estate uh, companies and stuff like that. And, um, my uncles got a, a alkaline water, Janelle Water. They were a very big sponsor of the show. So mm-hmm. it was just, I wanted to have a platform to get new music out. Um, basically to compete with what's on the radio because most of the stuff that I was getting in my DMs and Facebook was better than what was on the radio. Right, you know, right. Places. So I just wanted to get that platform. That's where that came from. Yeah, yeah. And we had um, uh, two weeks ago, we had DJ Gemini on and we were talking about uh, uh, talking about the radio. Yeah, yeah. Legend. He used to play Get Him Sights. You know, his father's on the record store. Right, right. Yeah, he talked about Sights. He used yeah. to play my record, bro. G- DJ Gemini. And then when I dropped trap music, everybody was scared of that record, except for DJ Gemini. Okay. I got love for him, even though he's from B-more. Right, right, right. B-more, yeah, he's, yeah, he's B-more. Yeah. But he DC to the fullest. We loved him, man, because mm-hmm. he was the first one, really him, DJ CeeLo, um, Real talk, Ivan Allen was playing go-go. Right. Like no matter where you was at. Reeves Center, all that, they was playing go-go. They was playing my record. So Jim and I definitely, man, he a legend in the game. And he, he played trap music. Right. When everybody was scared to play that song. He gave it a chance. And oh, I right. definitely, man, I love that guy. Yeah, love yeah. That. Yeah, he shared shared the same sentiments, man. But uh, he was just talking a little bit about um, uh, radio also and how, you know, how much has changed. And I was asking him because a lot of people, you know, I've heard people say that radio is dead, you know, Mm -hmm. or radio is dying. And uh, and he was saying it's not necessarily dead, but it's not where people go anymore for, you know, for breaking artists and things of that nature. And like, you know, like when when you hit, you know, that was what you did. You went to the radio, right? And and, and that's how you broke your, your you know, your music. But that's not the way anymore. The radio, it wasn't that easy because we was selling. Uh, the top guy at the time was Wally, um, Big Wax from Circle Boys the, and, and, and me. We were selling them records up out our trunks, mm. out the, out the stores, out the carryouts. That's what them records were selling like that, hand to hand. And um, it was a wild time, man. And then we, I had the opportunity because Spoon. A lot of people don't know Spoon, um, that protects Drake and Future. 
and um, Floyd Mayweather, Steve Francis is my, my god brother. You know, okay. basically he's he's been my big brother all my life, basically in the entertainment. So I have had access to some great people and I've been able to learn some great things. So I was able to get on the radio. And I remember they played the record, they, they you know, because I was on the box. Right. That's the only reason I got on the radio. Oh, wow. I got an opportunity, shout out to LBD. If you mm. remember LBD. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah, it's me, it's me, it's LBD. Yeah, he's a legend too. He gave me the opportunity once he said, you know, the kids, man, the kids was requesting, like I watched, that was when radio was real. Like, right. you know, um, the kids called and request the record. So I was requested by high school and junior high kids at three o'clock to play right. that. So I was just blessed, but it, it, it was a lot of groundwork. You know, yeah. it didn't, it didn't come overnight. And, and uh, uh, shout out to Biz, I'm praying for him. I haven't heard anymore. Uh, yeah, Biz yeah. did a song, made a movie, got into a movie with a song. I got to work with Premier, DJ Premier, rest in peace to Guru. I what got was, uh, the name of the joint was like Making Cash yeah. or something like that. I remember yeah, that joint. Money. Making uh, Cash Money. I remember that joint. Yeah, yeah. That, that was my joint, man. You and Big. Yeah, I was blessed, man. I mean, I got to, I got to meet, uh, I got to work with Premier. Yeah. Because, like, real talk. Like the walk in the D and D, like hand D and D on records mm. all that time, and then I walk in D and D, and then I meet Greg Nice, Seal Smooth. Mm. Um, I get to meet these dudes, man, and it, it was a blessing. It was a blessing for me at the time. Mm. And then the first record I get on with Premier, I give a shout out to Kirk Bone. So right. I knew, like you know, I, I made, I paid, and did everything that I felt like I was supposed to do when it came to like blowing up and, and working in hip hop. I got an opportunity to work with Biz. Uh, Biz worked with Kane, Jay-Z. So it's like, yeah, I kind of make it, let me, let me fix my crown. Like I got to work with Biz. Exactly, yeah. Nas, yeah. You know, Nas uh, had a real big hit with a uh, Biz sample, you know? So it was just like, at the time I'm blessed. Yeah, yeah. Still blessed. Man. Still got those memories. Definitely, definitely, man. Um, so uh, Aisha had to drop off. She had to uh, get to work. And I'm saying that, that our time is running a little short. I want to, uh, it's, it's a couple of questions that I ask all of my guests. Um, whenever I have them come through, I always appreciate the answer that they give, that they give uh, some introspective questions. Um, it's two of them. And the first one is, if you had an opportunity knowing everything you know, um, with all the wisdom you gain, all the things that you've seen, to go back in time and talk to a younger version of yourself. If you had a time to talk to like, you know, right when everything was kicking off, right when, you know, everything was starting, if you had a time to sit yourself down and be like, look, let me give them some game. So, you know, this thing goes a little better. What would that conversation be like? Man, just be patient. Just be patient. Don't be in a rush for nothing. Like, just be patient. You know, everything is meant to be for you, gonna be for you. Right. True statement. And I hope more mothers and fathers say that to their youth. Right. You know, just be patient, man. Sometimes it ain't your moment. You know, you gotta you gotta sit there and you gotta tough it out. You just gotta wait to you gotta perfect the sound. You gotta yeah. perfect yeah. The, the piece of art. Right. And sometimes you just 
you growing to make yourself hotter and hotter until that time somebody like you touch a pan on the stove, it just get real hot. Ah, it burns. That's Man. how sometimes you gotta do the industry. Man. You just gotta make yourself real, real, real hot and to the point when, when they touch it, it's like, ah, it's just shocking feeling. Yeah. And so it's undeniable. Patient. Yeah. Like, Cause I'm enjoying the ride, man. I'm yeah. definitely on the ride. And I would yeah. tell them be patient. Yeah, that's dope. And and the other question that I always ask people, and I'm interested to hear your answer, because you, you know, uh you've been seeing a lot from rocking stages to millions of people seeing your music videos. When people look at you, when people see black Indian, what is it that you hope people see? A good man. At the end of the day, I just want to be known as a good man. I want people to be like, he was a blessing to work with. Uh, he was patient, he was kind. I want women to be like, he was a gentleman. You know, he treated me with respect. Those things go a long way with me. Mm -hmm. I, at the end of the day, I want to be known as a good man because uh, being rude and nasty is easy. You know, it's so easy to be rude and nasty nowadays. And so I want to be known as something that nobody's been. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. kind. Yeah, yeah, and that's true. You know, we've both been in some rooms with some folks. And like you said, being, being rude and nasty is easy. And you're saying, you know, people take that route. But, you know, uh, it definitely affects how far they go and where they wind up, you know, so... So that's deep. Hey, man, I cannot thank you enough for, for coming through and conversing with me, man. You know, oh, man. Super Dave. Hey, so man. Cool, bro. I saw you doing the Super Bowl, man. Come on, man. Yeah, that's man. That's a big-ass accomplishment, and you've done many things, man, in the community and for that city, bro. And nah, I'm going. Hey, if man. you say, man, you want me to come on the show, you got me. Oh, man, that is not even a question. I want y'all to be top 10, beat out all the radio shows at home. One, because I know y'all care and you're yeah. in the community for real, you know. Yeah. So Queen, she just left, but yeah. I've seen her, you know, at the Ford and in the Essence. Like, y'all really yeah. be in the community. Y'all have a right to talk about um, what's popping and what's exactly. not because y'all actually did <laughs> yeah, you know, y'all, yeah. y'all not some people that just like you know, hey, I'm gonna put me a green screen up and make me a show. Like, right. no, you're gonna be at the next uh, fashion show at the events and stuff like that, and interviewing the people. So I feel it's an honor because you know, some in history, somebody gonna go back, and this interview will be something that somebody will use and chop up and use or something. So I'm blessed, you know, to I be with some real journalists. And some real people of the, uh, our culture doing great things. Hey man, that that means the world coming from you. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I can't say it no other way. You a DC legend, and I appreciate everything you do, bro. Like I tell people, one of the reasons I made this show was just to get people here that I admire and let them know. You know what I'm saying? You know how they say, give people their roses. You know what I'm saying? And you want to deserve all the roses, bro. The work that you put in, you know what I'm saying? The reason I do a lot of stuff I do is because of you, man. I owe it to you, for real. And I want you to know that, and I want you to hear it from me. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, Everything, Super Dave, yeah, man. Yeah. Definitely and great brother, man. And I appreciate that. Y'all the reason why I'm still doing it. Yeah, yeah. Doing it. 
Yeah. But not, as Wizards had, you got them. Yeah. <laughs> new project. Hey, I got new joint coming with heavy artillery. It's going to be a short, not my, my normal 11 disc song, uh -huh. but my 11 disc is coming soon. All right. But heavy artillery. And I got, I've been getting some beats from Judah and abstract beats. So I'm, I'm putting together what I'm going to do. And y'all going to get a, a new project coming real, real soon, man. Hey, real. We'll be looking for it, man. Y'all look out for that. Hey, look, on behalf of myself, shout out to Mike who's doing the family thing. Isha had to go uh, do, the, do the work thing. Happy birthday to his family. Yeah, yeah, yeah son. Yeah, definitely. 100%. And, man, on behalf of myself and my illustrious guest, the one and only DC legend, Black Indian, man, thank y'all for checking out another episode of the Neighborish Livecast. We'll be back next week with more interviews, more entertainment, more information, and more fun. Y'all take care of yourselves and each other. Have a great week and peace.